The reason that you need the page that I gave you last week, that's from the Oros, because as I told you, that Shaila didn't have all of the Torahs. He was missing a lot of the pieces, a lot of the Torahs he didn't have, the Admar Chalutz. So we have to fill in. Could be that he had this entire Torah, but he only he only cited the beginning of it for whatever reason. So we're going to we're going to need to look inside the Oros, which we have by Hashem, a beautiful translation. So you have the Hebrew and the English. But first, let's it's, even though it's all on that page, but let's learn the Seif. Let's begin. So let me give a little Hagdama for a minute. Just mamish for a minute, the Hagdama. This Hagdama is is uh, really from from the um, the Urim of Rav Shlomavi on on this part of the Sefer Ha'iris. It's, it's a tiny little Hagdama, but it's very important. There are different Kisharim that we have in life. There, there are different relationships that we have in our lives. There's Kisharim that we have with friends, Kisharim that we have with family, and then we have attachments to places, to things, right? Kisharim. If one were to compare the Marshall take a kesha, the kesha that a person has to his home. It's a very important kesha. The attachment that a person has to his home, to his place, is very, very deep. It's a very deep kesha. And this far talk about that kesha, the chen, that a person's home, be it ever so humble, has for that person, it's a strong, strong kesha that one has to his home. And then there are people who live in that place. It would be, it would be ridiculous to compare the kesha that a person has to his home, to the kesha to the loved ones who live in this place. The marshal between the husband and wife, even if the children there are no children there. The kesha between the husband and wife can't be compared. It's a different kesha. It's a different kesha in a healthy situation. Obviously, there are unhealthy situations, but in a normal, healthy situation, it's a different kesha. So therefore, we understand that let's say there's a, a neighbor who is when it comes to your when it comes to your house. You know, he stops by to, to pay a visit, and you see that he's looking with a little bit too much uh, of an eye in horror. He's looking at your, at your house, your kitchen's nicer than his. Your living room's a little bit bigger than his. It's decorated differently. So you see that there's a little bit of a loisachmoid going on. And it makes you uncomfortable. But you couldn't compare that to Khalila if this guy drops over and he sees that he's looking at your wife. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. If he's looking with a chemda, with a loisachmoid at your wife, that's a whole different parasha. <coughs> The reason for that, of course, is obvious, is that the Kesha that one has with, with a place is not a Kesha Atzmi. A Kesha Atzmi. A Kesha Atzmi, a Chibu Atzmi, means, as we first see in Torah, that a husband and wife is Etzem Me'atzamai. That Chavu is created from within Adam Arishan. Etzem, a bone, a piece of who I am. In the Zohar Kodesh, a wife is Plagufa. The two halves that come from one mitzvah, a husband and a wife. 
They're not two atzomim. They're one etzim. That's how they come down from Shammai. All the mechav is etzim atzomai. It's a kesha atzmi. In a healthy kesha between a husband and wife, it's ishto kagufa to such a degree that it's really one cannot make a distinction between himself and the other. It's one mitzis. That's HaKadosh Baruch Hu's intention. doesn't always work out that way with people. But that's the how it should be between a husband and wife. Therefore, if the neighbor, if the neighbor is interested in your house, too interested in your house, and he's looking at your things, let's say you have a nicer pair of film than he has, or you have a nicer car that he has, something like that, no, no. It's a little bit disconcerting. But self self, the Kesha that you have, a normal person has with his, with his car, a normal person, is, a, is a, that the relationship that one has with his car is not a Kesha Atzmi. It's a practical Kesha. It's practical. The car, again, there are people who are not well and they have a different kind of relationship with their car. You have that people have you have people that have with their pets. Hashem Yerachem. It's, it's a sickness. It's a it's a machla. That's what I'm talking about. What people have with their pets. But the kesha the person has with with a thing or with even with his house, which is much stronger than a thing, is a kesha chitzoni. It's a kesha. It's a practical kesha. The house grows on you because you live in it and you live through it and so on. But the kesha that you have with your loved one. Is a kesha atzmi. Your child is a kesha atzmi. It's your it's your flesh and blood. It's etzmi atzamai. A kesha husband and wife kesha is a kesha atzmi. Therefore, if the neighbor is looking the wrong way at your wife or at your children, that's already that's already something which is staring the the, the seder of gracious. That's already something which is very 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 dangerous. It's infringing upon the essence of who you are. That's why it says in Kohelis, which we're going to be learning in Mitzvah Sukkot. Reichaim, Misha Shahafta. Reichaim, the relationship with the wife is a kesher atzmi, which is called Eretz Chaim. It's called life itself. Etzim atzmi means life itself. Life itself. One's own life is the relationship with his wife with a husband, with a child. You can't, you can't make a separation. It's one mitzvah. The question that, the question that this Sefer begins with, and the Iris, the Sefer Iris of Rav Kook, his most famous Sefer begins with, is what is the nature of our relationship with Eretz Yisrael? What's a Jew's relationship to Eretz Yisrael? That's the question. Is the relationship is a relationship a, a kesher chitzoni, <coughs> meaning it's a place where we where we live. It's a national homeland. Call it whatever you like. It's a safe haven <coughs> for Jews who have been persecuted through all of the years. It's a place where we've been able to find respite from gullus. It's a place where we've been able to hide and set up shop and to develop our own culture, our own society, and so on. Is it a kechach? Is it a kechach? It's something. There were Jews who meant well, and they were okay with setting up a national homeland in other places. Right. In other places, right. without going into, without mentioning names, going into Protem, But you know, 
there were there were Jews who meant well, and 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 were sincerely tormented by the suffering of Am Yisrael in Europe, and they sought a solution, even if it meant being in a place in Africa, to be quiet, to be quiet. Jews will be able to have a place, and the world won't be busy with Jews. Jews will be able to go there and to settle. For that person, for those individuals who believed in, that, that such, a, such a place could solve the problem of Am Yisrael and Golas, unfortunately, Eretz Yisrael was only a Keshech It's a home. It's a home. And people move. You become attached to your house. People move. It's, when you get older, it gets harder to leave. But so of course, so the tachlis of the house is to be safe and to be comfortable and to be secure. And for many, many Jews who lived outside of the orbit of Kutshebrichu and Knesset Yisrael, they meant well and they mean well. But the Kesher with Yisrael is a Kesher Chitzani. It's a practical relationship. It's practical. There are people who have friends it's not the Kesha Atzmi. The relationship with a friend is practical. One hand washes the other, they say. It's a practical relationship. It's an Ahava Hatluya Bedava in the language of Chazal. And if the Dover is bottle, like it says in Parrot, if the if the Dover is bottle, if the cause of their friendship, of the relationship is no longer is no longer uh, there, it's no longer in effect, Mimela, the friendship itself becomes bottle. It, it it evaporates. Masha'inikain, when it comes to Akesha Atzmi, the beginning of the Sefer Iris and the beginning of Eretz Chayfetz is to make is is to make it very clear that the relationship that Am Yisol has, the relationship the the relationship that Am Yisol has with Eretz Yisrael is not a relationship that other countries have with their homelands, their places, even though they're very fond of their homelands. And the Irish make a parade and they, they, and they like to talk about the, the old country and sort of the Italians and, and so on. But the relationship that Am Yisrael has with Eretz Yisrael is a relationship of Lulei Hemanti L'Ospetuv Hashem Be'eretz Chaim Be'eretz Chaim in many places, writes about the fact that there are that there are sugyas. One has to always think about why is it that there are certain sugyas, especially in Agarata, that end, that end up in certain mesachres. It's not a, it's not a coincidence. And the end of Ksubas, the main sugi in all of Shas, that describes the love of the Jewish people for Eretz Yisrael. The place in Shas where it says that Koladar is that a Jew who lives in Chutzlar, it's Kiilu, it's Kiilu. He's Doime, he resembles a person who's an idol worshiper living in Chutzlar. It's not Khalilu, Mamish, but it, there's a certain resemblance to idolatry by living in Chutzlar. That Gemara is found where? In Ksubis. That's the, that's the end of Ksubis. It's the end of Ksubis. So the Korean says, or Psalik says, because. Because the relationship that Am Yisrael has with Eretz Yisrael is, is a relationship of a husband and wife. It's the Ksuba, it's the Shtar that binds a Jew together with the Kaddish Baruch Hu is, is, is Eretz Yisrael. Therefore, the main sugi in Shaz 
of of our relationship with Eretz Yisrael is Davka Mesechta Ksubas. At the end, it's like the Chesima of Mesechta Ksubas. It's the Shtar, it's the Ksubas. And when you look, and when you look in in the Psukim in Navi, so it says in 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 Navi. <coughs> Lo ye amer loch oid azuva, ula artsech, lo ye amer oid shamama. Hashem promises us that the time will come that we will no longer be referred to as a, like a woman who is abandoned, who is like an aguna. And it will no longer be said about us that that la artsech, lo ye amer oid shamama, will no longer be said that our land is desolate. Ki loch ye karech heftsiba. Because you will be called, the Jewish people will be called the object of my desire, Hashem says. Heftsiba. Heftsiba ulaartsech biula. And your land will be called the land, to say it in a Be'ula means a land that, that is married to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but Be'ula doesn't just mean married, it means that is intimate with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like a wife, husband and wife. Because HaShem will reveal His desire for you, for the Jewish people. It's such a lotion. And the land, I don't know how it's translated in the, in the Karen or the Arts, I don't know. The land will be in a relationship of intimacy. Tiboel with Am Yisrael. Tiboel means like a husband and wife. Biila means what makes a husband and wife better. That they can have a child. The relationship between Am Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael in its ideal state is a is a relationship of of husband and wife. Not just husband and wife, it, it, like in as a marshal. But the Navi uses such a thing. Kivach. Now, of course, even in that type of a relationship, there are practical things that the husband and wife do for each other. And it could be that the majority of the time that they spend, the majority of the time that they spend together, They're taking care of the school and the kids and they're taking care of Panos and, uh, and, and she's uh, preparing a meal and he's, and he's uh, bringing home, bringing home uh, Panos. It could be that if you, if, you take the, if you take the years of their marriage, it could be that, that percentage-wise, the vast majority of time is spent in with external things, with the plain things. That stand. Friends could also do for each other. A friend could also do laundry. A friend could also cook. A friend could also work. A friend could also change change a light bulb or to fix a pipe or something. I mean, that friends do for each other. So the fact that much of much of our time is spent talking about, thinking about, and worrying about, and being practically involved in building the land and developing it is so, settling it is so. And going crazy over every single detail, this all the same way that that the husband and wife in the house, the wife can go crazy over over uh, uh, the curtain that needs this, or the the bed needs a certain kind of a, 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 a ruffle or something. 
underneath. It needs a certain kind of a look. So, so too, in the Indian that we have there to sell, so we also can go, we go, Mishal, go over every, every little detail of the house, of the home. And that's a very practical thing. But the research of it, the makar of that, is not an obsession with a physical place. It's an obsession that exists between HaKash and his Kabbalah, between Kutch and And this being our home together is that place which is called in Shia Hashim, Heviani HaMelech Hadar of Nagilo Venis Mechabach. Heviani HaMelech Hadar, the king brought me into his inner chamber. And therefore, it's not an external, it's not, HSL is not an Indian of practicality, that's not what it is. Although our relationship with HSL is manifested for the most part in practical ways, just like it is in a marriage. But if someone were to ask you, does that curtain, does that, does that new linen, or does the, uh, the new kitchen, does that define your marriage? Oh, yo, 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 the answer is yes. Now that we have a kitchen, we could be happy. That would be very, very tragic. It's not the, it's not the, the embellishments, and it's not the practicalities that define the relationship. It's an outgrowth of the relationship. So therefore, every single thing in that home, every single thing in that home is saturated with the warmth that there is between the husband and wife, as I explained once in the Shia, Chanukah time, the or the light that is in that home, is the light of the Kesher Atzmi, of the husband and wife. Therefore, in HSL, in HSL, you recall that, that in Magdiel, there's a certain settlement, and Rav Kook was invited there. It's a famous thing. I spoke, I mentioned a few times over the years. And Rav Kook was it was asked to uh, to come there and to plant the first sapling in this new in this new community that they were planting of Magdiel years ago. And Rav Kook, Rav Kook, you know, he wore a beautiful long black coat down to the down to the ground. And Rav Kook threw himself on the floor in his in his backish on the on the dirt, and he was kissing the ground. He put it all over him, the ground, and he was crying. It was all the thing. Now, if somebody were to do that, if somebody were to do that, you know, in in, in, in Woodburn, or even in Woodsburg, <laughs> even in Woodsburg, talking about already, you know, a notch up. If somebody were to do that, uh, or Lawrence, Lawrence, he's not for people like us, it's very hard, very hard. If somebody were to do that, if somebody were to do that in Lawrence, you know, you'd say it's a Michigan. It's a Michigan. They build him a house, he comes into the house in Lawrence and Woodman, he kisses the ground. So this, we see this on Helger of Kuk that goes back to the time of Chazal, we see from Kadmoyim, and it's based on a Pesach. But, because every granule of sand in Ezezel is an extension of the Kesha Atzmi, of husband and wife, of Artech Ba'ula, it's a very intimate thing. So yes, Jews will fight over every inch of HSL. I'm not talking about the Arabs. It's, uh, I'm talking about Jews fight with each other over every inch of HSL. But what's to be in this inch? And, and who's in charge of this inch? And, and, who, and how should this inch look? And what do we do with this inch, with this centimeter, with this, with this piece of HSL? Jews' mamas are crazy. Crazy. And if somebody comes to, if somebody has a, wants to take my inch, 
So then it, it's like uh, it's like going back to the marshal of of the next door neighbor coming after your wife, looking at your wife. Stay away. This passion that Am Yisrael has for Eretz is because the relationship that we have with Eretz Yisrael is a Kesha Atzmi. And in every Kesha Atzmi, most of the time is spent in practical things, practical matters. But if you mess, if you mess with, with the relationship, even Jews are far, far removed from Yiddishkeit. But if somebody messes with Am Yisrael's relationship with Eretz Yisrael, Somebody messes with it. If somebody's not sensitive to that. A Jew is not sensitive to that. What you, you see with the, the, this tremendous uproar because there are some Jews that didn't vote that voted with the, that voted with the uh, with the uh, president of the United States that voted uh, for this uh, for this bris with uh, with with Paras with Achashverosh and 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 you see that the Jews that did that are, are seen. By, I, I don't think it's just by from people, but it's seen by many, many Jews as, as having betrayed the Jewish people. As traitors, Tom, you so. Even personally, I'm talking about people don't put on Rabbi Tom's tone, you understand. They don't, they don't go to Mikveh. Could be that they even, that they even, Hashem, even they, I don't know, they, they even eat Kabrachs, it could be. <laughs> I, mean, I shouldn't go that far. I shouldn't go that far. But it could be. And, and, and still, they made the, the they made these people into 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 big big rishayim. See them as big rishayim. This is how machlekes should be rishayim. Are they they are rishayim. They're not rishayim. They, maybe they're rishayim. Everybody <laughs> Jews are arguing about this. They are rishayim. They're not rishayim. You're messing. You're messing with my wife. You know. You you you're 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 endangering my my family. You're endangering my family. By voting for this deal, you're endangering my family. And you could, you can say from Hypers Morgan, I'm a Jew, and I always defended like this. I don't want to say his name. This guy, all the years he's going to every Israel Day Parade, marches in the first row, grubbied, and he and he and he, and he, and he votes, and he has all kinds of perushim. He has all he has all kinds of explanations why it's better for the Jewish people. It's better for Israel. That's what he says. It's better for Israel. Who's it better for? That he's voting for this. Yeah, who's it better for? For the Jewish people, it's better. He's a maven, and I'm used to know that it's better. It's better for himself because all he's worried about is himself. And he's and he's and to do something at the end when it came to the end, when it comes to a choice of whether or not he's going to sit for the, for another two years on his throne. He's ready to betray his people. But a Jew who still has a Jewish heart feels that there's a betrayal. Feels that something, somebody's, somebody's coming into my family. Somebody's coming into my, into my relationship with my wife, with my children. It's not, it's not a kesha chitzani. It's a kesha atzmi. Kesha atzmi. We did once a piece on Tisha B'av. I spoke about an unbelievable Torah from Yaakov Moshe Chalab Zechitzar of Kosovo. The time of the partition came. The whole plan for the partition of Eretz Yisrael. Well, we're going to learn it inside of Tisha. The way Rabbi Yaakov Moshe spoke about Eretz Yisrael, and, and anybody who anybody who has any ideas of giving away parts of Eretz Yisrael, where Rabbi Yaakov Moshe says, so "Cut off my hand," he says, "You're going to cut off to cut off, to give away a piece of Eretz Yisrael is giving away a piece of who I am. It's giving away it's giving away a part of myself to give away. So with this with this in mind, 
Let's begin. Eretz Yisrael and Nenad Devarchitzani. So let's first read inside Eretz Chayfetz because we should just have a note to begin inside the Sefer, and then we'll continue on the page and finish the piece from Iris on the page. Eretz Yisrael and Nenad Devarchitzani. Eretz Yisrael is not something which is chitzoni. It's not a place, stam, or a safe haven for Jews. Although it, 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 it has that purpose as well. But that's not what it is, that's it. It's not some Kinyan Chitsoni. <laughs> Under the chuppah, there's a kinyan that takes place between a husband and wife. But the kinyan of a husband and wife is a kinyan pnimi. Even though it takes place in the regular way of kinyanim, it takes place with a kinyan, with the, with the ring. It takes place with a kinyan. But there are kinyanim and there are kinyanim. It's a kinyan pnimi, it's not a kinyan chitzoni. It's not a kinyan chitzoni. Some external type of a kinyan. It's not a means by which the Jewish people are able to gather together as a people instead of being dispersed all over in different places that now we have one place that we could all gather together and be together in. Or for the purpose of sustaining our physical well-being as, as a people, to be safe and to have a place where we can be away from our, from our enemies and from sorrows and we can have our, our, take care of ourselves. Then he is an amazing thing. And it's not even a means to having something spiritual. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not, I feel haruchni. We're going to have to see more about this in the Eina Yom, which we'll get to the after the It's not a means to an end. It's an end. So that sounds a little bit odd. It's an end. Tzadikus Bashem is the end. So we're going to have to understand this on a deeper level. It's not, it's, it's, it cannot, Rav Kook says it cannot be seen as a means to gaining either physical well-being or spiritual well-being. Dveikist Hashem is a mitzvah t'midis, shivis Hashem negdi somit, ahavis Hashem, yos Hashem is a mitzvah whether a person lives in Yushalayim or he lives, he lives, he lives in, 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 in New York. That's a, it's a mitzvah, it's a, it's a mitzvah But to see Eretz Yisrael as a hechetimtz of how I can get closer to Hashem, again, it helps with that. Of course, it helps with that. But that's also a practical Indian. It's a spiritually practical Indian. The same way, uh, some people have a siddur that has in it a uh, English uh, translation or a transliteration. So. It's a means, it's a practical, it's a, it's a, it's a practical uh, tool in davening better. 
It helps you to daven better. It's true. Eretz Yisrael, for most Jews, helps us daven better. It helps us learn better. Many people don't have a tzlach in chutzlars in learning. They can have a tzlach in Yisrael. Many people have a hot daven in chutzlars. They can daven Yisrael, and so on. But that's not etzemiat somani. That's not why Hashem Yisrael gave us Eretz Yisrael, so that it should facilitate our avodas Hashem. Even that. That's not why it's called Eretz Chaim. Luli Hermanti Leroyz Betuv Hashem Be'Eretz Chaim. Rebbe Nachman Shkusil and Rebbe Nosson Shkusil understood that all of the tefillahs of this time of the year are only are a means of our returning to Eretz Yisrael. It's all about coming back to Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael is, is, is itself Dveikas Basha. But we're going to have to learn a lot till we get to understand that. So you could ask somebody, what, why do you, what is it that you love so much about your wife? So he says, well, I love she's beautiful and she's kind and she's smart and she's good, she's wonderful with the children and ooh, she makes a delicious kakash, whatever it is. But, but, that's, like I always give that muscle, you know, you have a lot of times, you have these 16-year-olds that they're, that they're boys and girls that they're going out and, you know, they're doing the, uh, American thing, so, so like, so there like stuff's going on, and and then the girl girls are usually you know more concerned about the premiums than the guys, so the girl will, will will stop the guy and say, would would you love me even if I like you know if I was hit by a truck and you know and I became horribly dis- you know deformed and ugly, and the guy what kind of kasha, what kind of kasha? Of course I would. Of course I do. <laughs> that interesting conversation has taken place millions of times. <laughs> millions of times. Well, the girl just pauses for a moment. She's wondering, like, this guy, he says all this stuff to me, so she wants to ask this important question. Right? No, she's trying to ask, this is, so, like, we really have a kasha, right? It's like, I'm not just, we're not just, like, doing disgusting things. We have a, we have a kasha that, that will allow us to do these things. We have a kasha panimi, right? And he says... There's nothing else in the world. And he's, he's looking at a girl that's walking past. <laughs> no, there's no one else in the world. I swear to you, there's no one else in the world. Only you. It's a Kesha Pneem. Someone comes back from it to sell and they say, how did it go? He says, you know, there's a, I found a new flesh at your restaurant in, in, in Talpio. You should really look into it. <laughs> when someone really loves his wife and you ask him, and he says this, 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 that. It's, not, it's none of those things. The Emmas. I'm talking not the boy and the girl. The, the uh, little boyfriend girl. I'm talking about Emmas. When you have an Etzim Samai. All of those things are true. He, he, Takis thinks she's beautiful. And she, and she is a, a wonderful with the children. And she's kind-hearted. Vuchul vuchul. Emmas. But that's not it. That's not it. Even when a person goes to HSL, and HSL is a, is a, because now we became, 
because of, thank God, things have gotten much easier, the traveling has gotten easier, and Panos is much better than it used to be. I'm not, I'm not an old guy, but, but years ago, just to go to HSL was like a big, big, big deal. It wasn't like a Shabbos outing. It was a big deal to go to HSL. It was a big deal. But, but even, but now, you know, now somebody has a question, so he wants to go to B'nai Brak to ask, uh, to ask, uh, you know, Rabchaim Kanievsky a, a question, B'nai Brak. It's also Hechatimsa to something. <coughs> when, before, we, we, my wife and I was able to be in, to be in Yushalayim this summer. And I, and I made it tonight, before we go, before we went, I made it tonight. The tonight was, I'm not going any, we're not going to HSL for anything. I'm not going around like I did when I was younger to, to every rabbi, to every tzaddikim, even and Adam Godel. I'm not going. I'm not. I'm not going in any tiul. I'm not going to. I'm not going to tiulim of kedusha to go to mukaymis kedushim. I'm not going to. I'm not going to go to to the museum, even the Begin Museum, which I happen to like a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to. I'm not going to any of these places. I'm, I just want to be in one in Dalat Amis. That's all. Dalat Amis. Because of two relationships. One is the relationship with my wife and the relationship with my country. So, nothing. It doesn't mean that I didn't go to the Kaisal. Of course I went to the Kaisal. And my wife wanted to go to Ramea Balanes. She has an Indian with Ramea Balanes, a very strong Indian. So, we, so I really didn't feel like going to I didn't want to go to Ramea Balanes. Not that I don't love going there. I usually go when I'm there. But I didn't want to go this time. But my wife asked me to, if we could just go to Ramea Balanes. So we went for the day. We drove to Ramea Balanes. A lot of aggravation with the car rental. <laughs> a lot. A lot. We'll talk about that differently. So, it's a funny story, but I have to hold back. I have to tell you. I won't tell you. But, but just to be, just to be in, in this Indian, in this, in this Indian of, of not because this Rebbe lives in Yushalayim and I can go see him, which I love to do, <coughs> and not, not because there's there's that there's the, 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 the beautiful beautiful spot where you could see the, the, the it's all true, and I love doing that. But I I, I decided that it's that I I, I want as Hashem to to just to be in a mitzvah of etzem etzamai, etzem etzamai zel. That's what Hook is talking about. It's not even afilu rochni, afilu rochni. It's not even, it's not even a means towards a spiritual end. Eretz Yisrael he chativa atzmusis. Eretz Yisrael's chativa atzmusis, which we'll see, it's it, it, it's he calls it an essential unit. We'll see the English in a second. Chativa atzmusis, keshura. That's based upon a chazal. Keshura bekesher chayim im ha'uma that is bound in a living kesher, a living kesher with the nation. Chavuka beskulois pnimiyos imitziusa. Chavuka means which is embraced, embracing. We'll see the translation. By the inner characteristic, by the inner nature of the very essence of the people and of the land. Now let's let's read this whole piece because again, 
the the Admora Chalutz Rabshayla didn't bring the whole piece. So let's read it. Take the page that you have. So let's let's see in the English where we're up to. The land of Israel, Israel, you have it. Israel is not something external, not an external national asset, a means to an end of collective solidarity and the strengthening of the nation's existence, physical or even spiritual. The land of Israel, Israel, is an essential unit bound by the bond of life with the nation, united by inner characteristics with its existence. Okay, we'll finish the piece, we'll finish the piece in English, It'll make it a little bit easier. Therefore, It is impossible to appreciate the content of the sanctity of the land of Israel, of Eretz Yisrael. It is impossible to appreciate the content, what that means, and to actualize the depth of love for her, by some rational human understanding. The same way you can't about your wife, about your husband, about your kids. Only by the spirit of Hashem, Kimberuah Hashem, Asher al Ha'uma Bechlol, only by the spirit of Hashem that is in the soul of Israel. It's only it's only understood and felt in that point of ourselves that's called Nishmas Yisro. Nishmas Yisro. Therefore, when when you when you see that there's a Jew who doesn't get that, okay, it could be a very serious intellectual flaw but it's, it's a little bit scary and you begin to wonder whether or not whether, whether or not there's, uh, there's nishmas Yisrael inside that goof the spirit radiates natural views I'm sorry which is scary? The for a person who does not feel that connection to Eretz Yisrael this spirit radiates natural views Natural, the, spirit, the spirit radiates natural use, natural colors. In all avenues of healthy feeling and shines according to the measure of supernal Holy Spirit. It shines which fills with life and pleasantness the heart of the Holy of Thought and deep Jewish thinkers. It fills with life and pleasantness. Those Jews especially who are attached to the deepest teachings of Torah and who are deeply connected to their neshamas, they f- these neshamas are filled with life and pleasantness. Whenever ever they think about the land 
in any Indian about Eretz Yisrael. The thought of the land of Israel, the thought of Eretz Yisrael, is only an external value serving as a cohesive force. That way of looking at Eretz Yisrael, to think that it's only some external value that serves as a cohe- serving as a cohesive force, just it's a way of keeping Jews together. It's a place, it's a, a place for collective unity. Even when it comes only to reinforce the Jewish idea in the diaspora, even if even if that is being used as a way to strengthen Yiddishkeit in in Golis, which we know that the that Eretz Yisrael is a rallying point for which Jews can become more unified or argue more in Chutzlaret. To preserve his identity, right? Many Jews in Chutzlaret, they, they, the only identity, and it's getting weaker now, the only identity they have, identity they have with the Yiddishkeit is, that the, is, is, uh, is Israel, Eretz Yisrael. So, so Eretz Yisrael serves that purpose some, to some degree of cohesive unity, even, even outside its borders, it brings Jews together. It, 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 it gives a Jew uh, something to identify with. But that's not the Tachlis. To preserve its identity and to strengthen faith, faith and awe, Yos Hashem, and observance of mitzvahs, turn the page over. That way of thinking of Eretz Yisrael, even though it's, it's, it's good, it's good that it, Eretz Yisrael helps Jews identify with Yiddishkeit. And, and maybe it'll help them even to start to keep mitzvahs and to think more about who they are and to, like you have this, it's, it's an unbelievable idea that, they, that, they, that he had to make the um, birthright. It's a, a guyness, what he had, who's Steinhardt. It's a guyness to, to, to send these non-religious Jews, these Jewish kids, to send them to, to Eretzisrael. It's a guyness to, to give them a free trip to Eretzisrael. Now he's not he's not a religious person, but he's frightened about the assimilation. He's, he's spoken about that, and for whatever reason, which of course the reason is because he's a yid, and whatever he claims to believe or not to believe, there are indications that he believes much more than he's letting on. But the idea of I don't know how many they've sent already. I read in somewhere how many they've sent. Thousands and thousands already have gone to, on this birthright trip. And, and and the kids they come back from Israel, and and just by being there, kule high something something. They, they have I don't know how this is measured in the statistics or whatever with them intermarriage. And I'm sure they're studying all of these things. The the effect that the birthright trip has. I don't know how you make a study of this stuff, but nevertheless, it's pushed that it has an effect, and it's a goodness to bring these kids over to Israel, to 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 spend a little bit of time just to, even if you don't talk to them a word about Yiddishkeit. Just to be an Israel. Of course, once they're there, you try to, depending who, who, who where they end up and whose hands they end up. But it's an amazing idea. But that's not the tachlis. It's not the tachlis. This and 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 Rav Kook says bears no permanent fruit. This way of looking at Israel as a means to an end, even to a spiritual end, that by identifying with the land and feeling Jewish, you'll keep more mitzvahs. It doesn't bear permanent fruit. For this foundation is shaky compared to the holy might of the land of Israel. The holy might of Israel. The true strengthening of the Jewish idea in exile. 
the true strengthening of the Jewish idea in exile will come about only through the depth of its immersion in the land of Israel. Immersion. Only by immersing, by being toivo, by being shakua, in Kedusha Saras, in the relationship that we have with the land. And from the hope of Eretz Yisrael, it will receive always its essential characteristics, even Jews and Chutzlars. If they are, if they immerse in Eretz Yisrael, if they're toivil in Eretz Yisrael, they're able to receive, they're able to strengthen the essential relationship with Hashem Isbarach, and with Am Yisrael and with Eretz Yisrael, and with Torah. The expectation of salvation is the force that preserves Yiddishkeit of Golas, exilic Judaism. The Yiddishkeit of Echisrael is salvation itself. It's a very deep thing he ends with. The longing and the expectation of salvation preserves the Jewish people in Golis. They were, were able to hold on to that. But but Yiddishkeit in Eretz is salvation itself. It's a very deep thing. It's salvation itself. It's salvation itself. You know, there are, there, are, there are always people, all of us have in mind to go back and to figure out a way to do that and when and how and so on. But there are certain Yidin that come to talk to me and they're not asking my opinion whether it's whether it's the, to go or not to go. They, they're just coming to tell me that they're going. And only to ask certain questions about what I thought about this school or that place. But it's not a Shiloh about whether they're going. There are Nishomas, Rav Kook writes about this in Eretz that there are Nishomas of Malchus, they come from Midas Amalchus. Midas Amalchus delays the Megamei Klum. Midas Amalchus are people who, who are kalim to receive the Or of Hashem. Mamish, that the Kli, or to receive Or. Those Jews that are that come from, that have Neshomas of Malchus, their attachment to Israel is unbreakable. Even if they live in, 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 in Mongolia. This Jew who comes, who has Neshomas from Malchus, he, he can't. He can't live. He can't breathe with that Eretz Yisrael. Other Jews can can sort of fake it, and we can try to get by. But a Jew, Rav Kook explains in the Eretz but the Chiba, the connection that this Jew comes from that Mida of Malchus, this Neshama of Midas Malchus, he he understands that when it says in the Gemara that Koladar Bechutzlars, whoever lives outside of Eretz Yisrael is like a person who doesn't have a God. There are certain Jews who feel that they can't have a relationship with God outside of Eretz Yisrael. There are people who are like that. I don't talk about people make excuses like you know, comes back from yeshiva and why isn't he, why isn't he learning anymore? I, I can't. I'm not talking talk about somebody that mamish, his whole mitzvah is a mitzvah that, and it's something which which, uh, which, he can't he can't stop thinking about. He can't stop dreaming about. And he he can't he, he feels that he can't breathe in chutzlars. There are such neshamas. There aren't so many like that, but there are neshamas like that. There are even that are like that. That, that the mamish can't breathe. They feel that they're dying unless they're in Eretz Achayim. They feel that they're dying. They can't live. They can't live. And all the excuses that everybody has, which are many, many legitimate excuses, why they can't go to Eretz Yisrael. But for those Yidin that come from the Midas HaMalchus, the Leis Klum, 
Malchus, they need a very just in Yerushalayim, Rachel Yimeinu, they, they can't, they, there's nothing to talk about. Why this person, you know, why this person, is, is why he can't live without his wife? It's the same, it's the, again, the same marshal. So don't worry, somebody else will cook you up. We're, we're going to bring you gourmet meals, catered gourmet meals, better than your wives. And uh, whatever explanation you give, it it doesn't make a difference. You can't, I can't live without it. There's no, there's no musag of life in a state of nituk, separation. You can't live. There are yidin that I like that we'll talk more about these neshamas of malchus. Malchus, <laughs> especially now before Mashiach comes, is a very, very strong, powerful feeling. There are non-religious people like that too. And there are non-religious people that are like that. They have such an Indian of Eretz Yisrael. Many of the settlers at the beginning of the 20th century and before that were people with big, big, big neshamas of... of, of, of but it was mixed up with the tohu and it came out in a very strange way that they came to Eretz Yisrael and they were Machal Shabbos and they ate treif and, and they were not keeping the mitzvahs of Eretz Yisrael but uh, they can't live without Eretz Yisrael Amish Meshud Eretz Yisrael so Mitzvah uh, Shem next time I think it'll be the next year is going to be after Yantif so we'll uh, so we'll pick up on something and you know you have to understand the two levels of this relationship that we have with Eretz Yisrael Kesha Atzmi Kesha,